Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. This week, our adventurer tries to save himself as he floats in the sky in a life-or-death competition. Enjoy the story, Floating Cabin. The world has gone mad. Parts of the earth are floating up into the air, and I am on a small section of dirt that has lifted almost into the clouds. As I rocket upward, I see cables emerge from the soil connecting to one another. In the center of all this chaos is a small cabin, about a thousand yards away from me. I stand to get a better view of everything, and as I do, everything slows to a halt. A maze of dirt patches and wires hovers around this floating log cabin. The cabin, from this distance, looks like a two-bedroom home. The roof is dark green and the wood a dark cherry red. The door is gold and shines bright in the sun's light. Around this cabin are strange objects, some resembling treasure chests, others too small to make out from this distance. However, other people like me are on the edge ring of the dirt patches. Going around the circle, I count 50 people, including myself. I can't tell who any of them are, or if I know any of them. The floating sections tilt ever so slightly with each movement. I step towards the edge to look down, and wow, that was a mistake. I immediately step back, afraid of how high up I am. Without warning, large portals begin opening around the ring of people. These portals glow blue and purple, flashing and tumbling like waves in a storm. Some portals are the size of a large doorway, while others are as big as a home. One of the people to my left shouts, asking if we can hear him. I turn to face him, and so do a few others closer to him. His voice is faint, but that's understandable, as three people are between us, probably equating to two football fields away. I can tell that the people closest to him are trying to talk, but he has lowered his voice to a point where I cannot hear him. I shout back, but I am interrupted by a loud voice coming over some non-existent speakers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, you shall find out if you are worthy. A man in a purple suit stands outside the cabin with his arms raised by his side, making a grandiose gesture. Please race to this cabin and join me. Only the first three shall be welcomed. Begin. A loud horn sounds, and the man returns to the cabin, leaving the door wide open. My feet push against the soft, crumbling dirt, and I get a mouthful of grass. Spitting the foul taste out into the air, I push myself up. A squishy, gurgling sound grows in my ears. That may be what the dirt sounds like, but the sound grows louder even after I stop moving. My feet are yanked out from under me, and as I get dragged along the ground, I flip over to see a giant purple and green tentacle pulling me towards the portal behind me. I grab the nearest rock and slam it down as hard as possible, sending a loud thunk echoing through my ears. 
The impact makes the creature let go, and I rush off, not looking back to see what it is doing. My whole purpose is to make it to that cabin. I jump from my floating pile of dirt to the next. The soil here is just as soft, so the impact is pleasant, but it makes running very difficult. It reminds me of running on the beach, but even more exhaustive. As I race towards the building, I witness others being pulled into the portals by these tentacles, and them closing as they get pulled through. One guy almost gets pulled in, but just like me, he breaks free. However, his legs were already through the portal, and as it closed, the man disintegrated. I turn my gaze back to the cabin and focus on that to avoid the horrors I am witnessing around me. Faint screams and cries fill my ears as I get closer and closer. I land on another patch of dirt, but this time it has a wooden box on it. I rush over and lift the lid to find a pickaxe inside. Grabbing hold of the soft leather grip, I take it with me. A few others have done the same, except we all have different items. The girl closest to me has a large axe, and the guy just past her has picked up a sword. A loud set of cracks goes off to my right. A man with a rifle fires shots off at the tentacle that is after him. The bullets impact the creature, causing it to pause and rear back with every hit. Even with his gunfire and the sounds of the dirt shifting under my feet, the slime and wetness of the tentacle chasing me is getting louder. I don't need to look back to know it is close. A woman carrying nothing is the first to enter the cabin. Picking up the items could have been a mistake for many of us, but I could tell before she disappeared into the doorway that she was an athlete. There are only two dirt patches between me and the cabin now. I jump onto the next patch and dodge the bushes and sticks in my way. Large wings erupt in front of my face, causing me to stop. A vulture takes off, startled by my presence. The guy carrying the sword crosses through the doorway as the gurgling sounds echo in my ear. I bolt, disregarding anything else that may be on this patch. Jumping to the last patch before the cabin, I stumble, almost taking a nosedive. I catch myself, but the slamming of the cabin door tells me it's too late. Another person has made it into the cabin. The portals that remained opened closed as the tentacles retracted. I don't care, and I keep racing for the cabin. But as I make my final jump, all the dirt patches beside the cabin fall without warning. The cabin is now racing past me as I fall. I whip the pickaxe out and slam it into the dirt holding the building in the air. It locks in place, and I watch the rest of the contestants fall to the forest floor. They disappear among the trees as their screams fade. Catching my breath, I know I must pull myself up and find out what is happening inside this cabin. Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Please leave a comment and check out our social media on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We would love to hear your thoughts on tonight's episode. I'm your host, Zach Miller, and thanks for listening. Have a good midnight slumber.